As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. It's Somewhere in Vegas here on BlogTalkRadio.com. I'm Mark Zaccio. I'm your host. I'm very privileged to have a multi-talented uh, actress, singer, uh, dancer. She's a triple threat. Um, her new video, Gravity, just came out last week. Um, and her new movie um, is coming out next month. Um, it's called Spare Parts. It's a really good movie. I saw the trailer to, trailer to it uh, in the theater a couple weeks ago. Um, absolutely great film. Uh, really an all-star cast and all that as well. Um, I have uh, Lizzie Small one with us right now. How are you doing, Lizzie? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Fine. Um, you know, um, how was your how was your holiday weekend? It was wonderful. It's always nice to, you know, get to spend time with family and kind of just unwind because especially for me, my schedule is constantly packed with lots of things to do and I'm constantly going, going, going. So it's kind of nice to just step back and relax for a second and, you know, get to spend time with my friends and my family and it's, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, we were just talking about that because um, it's going to be a kind of, um, it's going to be kind of a whirlwind between now and January because, we just mm-hmm. got the new the new video that we just dropped, and then um, you had the holidays this past weekend, and now you're going to have to get ready for finals, right? Yeah, I do. I have college finals in three weeks, and then three weeks after that, my film comes out. So I'll be flying to Arizona for one of the premieres there, and then going back to L.A. for another premiere. So it'll be really fun and crazy and lots of stuff going on. Yeah, um, and what year? What year are you in college right now? I'm actually a freshman, so this is my first quarter, my first fall wow. quarter, a baby freshman. <laughs> yeah. So, so how was it? How's it been for you to 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 you know take that first step into college and and kind of that first that first half of the you know that first uh you know semester has got to be yeah uh, kind of eye opening. It's it's really wild, you know, because. I mean, I've always juggled doing my academic life and doing my professional career all throughout high school and middle school even. But now in college, I really have the ability to, you know, just be an independent individual. I make my own choices of everything that I do every day. And, you know, granted, I go to class and there's certain, you know, set 
guidelines, of course, I have to follow, but everything I do is really up to me. So it's crazy. It's kind of the first time that I've really been just in charge of absolutely everything. And, you know, it's it's a great experience to do both simultaneously just because it does really teach you how to balance and it just, it does show you what's great about, you know, being quote-unquote a normal kid and going to school and hanging out with your friends and, you know, studying for finals and all of that, but also getting to do what you love and, like, pursuing a professional career. So it's honestly been so much fun, and it does get tough at times, but it's really, really fun overall. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, and a lot of a lot of kids need to know that, you know, if if you had a really bummer of a, of a high school, um, you know, yeah. if, if, you know, this is a totally different environment. Um, there totally. are a lot more kids on campus than um, than in high school, mm-hmm. so you're gonna get you're gonna meet a lot of people that are gonna be very exactly. have similar interests and, and all know, that as well there's, too. There's, I mean, there's countless opportunities to get involved with all different sorts of things. You know, whether it's like a sorority or a club or some sort of organization on campus, or I don't know. There's just so many things that you can do that you can choose. You're not forced into doing anything, and you're, you're not forced out of anything. So you really have the freedom to choose who you want to be friends with, choose what classes to take, choose what you want to get involved in. And I think that's such a cool thing about college, and it really is what you make out of it. I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of a lot of maybe actors and actresses that have the opportunities that, you, that you've had, you know, mm-hmm. would just go the acting route. And, and why is it important for mm-hmm. you to, to have taken, pursue a college, college degree? You know, years ago, you know, so long ago, I mean, I'm only 18, but, um, when I was younger, I had the choice of whether or not I wanted to be homeschooled or continue in regular schooling because I was filming a TV series for about two and a half months and it got really hard, you know, juggling going back and forth to school and I was gone for that long of a time. But I always loved being in regular school. I don't know, it's just something that's indescribable. Like you can't replace being in regular school and it's kind of like you only grow up once and you only get one chance to experience being a kid and going to prom or going to homecoming or, you know, like watching a football game and all those things do sound cliche. But at the end of the day, you really do only have one opportunity to get to experience those things. And for me, if I can do both, it was always why not. So with college, I was always, you know, pursuing my career throughout high school. And I said to myself, why not? If I can make it work and I can, you know, do things, or, sorry, do both things simultaneously and, you know, not not let one affect the other in a negative way, then why not just go for both? I mean, I'm young. I have the ability to, you know, have enough energy and enough will to want to keep up with this crazy lifestyle. So to me it's kind of like a why not question. And I don't know, every memory I have from high school is unlike any memory I have from being on a set and, Every memory I have growing up is a combination of the two, and it's just those things can't be replaced for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there was that experience, you know. Um, I, I yeah. Sometimes I feel I feel sometimes bad for for homeschool kids because they don't get that that opportunity to, you know, to, to acclimate with other with other kids and have fun, you know, and all that as well. Yeah, and, um, totally. And it, it just teaches yeah. you about like life and growing tough skin and all that. Yeah, I think so, and you know, I and I think it's smart anyway, just to have something you know in your back pocket, you know, even if it is mm-hmm. an acting degree. I think that 
it opens you up to maybe more things in the in the future. Maybe you know, would you you know, would you consider directing or producing you know eventually? Totally, yeah. And also, I think, in my own humble opinion, um, personally, I think the way to become a better actress is to learn more about different things and to have different life experiences. I mean, you know, because you're playing so many different roles, how can you ever know how to play a uh, let's see, like uh, an ice skater or like a doctor or a baseball player if you've never experienced anything but just simply doing acting. I mean, of course, you have to work on your craft and stay committed to it and put everything you have into acting. But for me, going to school and learning has only contributed, I think, to being able to understand scripts and, you know, being able to relate to certain experiences and all of that. So for me, learning is just something that's so important and I feel like it's only helped my acting career and only helped my you know my passions of life now what's come what came to you first was it was it the was it the singing or was it the acting okay so okay well I started dancing when I was about two years old and so for me that kind of was everything you know it was dancing but it's performing you know so when you're on stage you're acting and all that. And for me, I think it all started from dancing, truly, because that's when I really figured out that I loved performing and I loved being on stage and putting on shows and that sort of thing. So honestly, it really came from dancing and then the dancing transitioned into acting. And I sang throughout my entire life, but I never ended up writing my own music until my senior year of high school, which was last year. So uh, singing did come second after music, or sorry, after acting, but I had always sang and loved music and piano and, you know, done musical theater and stuff like that throughout my life, so. Yeah, now, um, yeah, I think it's interesting. Any, any certain, any certain dances that, you, you know, any certain style of dance that you like personally? Yeah, well, I mean, I grew up doing ballet and tap, and I really tried every sort of style, but now I really, really love contemporary and hip-hop. Those are definitely my two favorites. Yeah, I hear that a lot, too. I mean, I have a lot of mm-hmm. people that are dancers that have been on the show, so and they, they a lot of them kind of meditate more towards the more the contemporary stuff, but, um, you know, yeah. I, I think I've had a couple people that have actually liked ballroom dancing better than, than anything else, but... Oh, yeah, I mean, I've done some ballroom. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe eventually you'll be on Dancing with the Stars. I think that you'd have a leg up I on was, everybody. Okay, I was seriously talking to my mom about that the other day. I was like, I really want to do Dancing with the Stars because my mom and I have always watched it, and it's so, it just seems so fun, you know? Like, you learn your routine every week. I mean, granted, it's so tiring and you're probably exhausted but it just seems so fun and so energizing and you know I don't know I'd love to do that one day if I could <laughs> now um you know you're, you're you're coming off a you know like I said uh, a big movie that's coming out next month Spare Parts mm-hmm. um how, you know how has it been for you to to work on a major motion picture versus uh, a, a television series um okay well I absolutely love working on films it's just so magical because you're on this set and there's just so many people that it takes to create this one movie that's what an hour long or two hours long and it's just crazy to see the amount of people and the amount of teamwork and collaboration it takes and you know being on major motion pictures where there are bigger stars and you know people that you look up to on set it's just such an incredible experience to be able to 
just watch and observe everything that happens. You know, it's like everywhere you look, every place you walk, there's something happening, whether it's, you know, somebody fitting someone for a costume or somebody rehearsing a line or someone having to talk with a director about a specific scene. And so everything is just so lively and it really is inspiring to get to watch people that you look up to or people that, you know, you've heard of in your life that you never thought you would be sitting next to and get to just watch them and see what they do and see how, you know, they their preparation is different or the way they read a script is different. And so that's truly what I love about film. It just feels like magic. <laughs> Did you learn a lot on, on set considering how considering who was happens to be there? I mean, Marissa Tomei is an Oscar winner, of course. Yeah. Jamie Curtis and, and uh, George Lopez are both really, really totally. good. I mean, did you learn a lot from on set? Totally. I mean, every time I'm on set, I learn so much, but especially this film. And, you know, especially that it was based off a true story. Everyone was just really invested in the project and wanted to put their whole heart into everything. And, you know, even from the very, very start at the table read, I sat next to Jamie Lee Curtis just by chance. My name tag was next to hers, and I was like, oh, gosh, like, this is just crazy. And, you know, she was so friendly and so sweet and so humble and funny and just easygoing. And even that is a lesson in itself. You know, when you're successful and doing amazing things, it's, you know, being friendly and just down to earth is just so important. And so that is a lesson in itself. And then, you know, after my filming my main scenes, which some of them were with most, well, most of them were actually with George Lopez, you know, he was so nice. He pulled me aside and gives me advice and was just talking to me about my scene and about how I should totally feel free to, you know, play with doing the scene different. And I don't know, just giving me so much advice. So he actually, like, we had like a 10 minute talk and he truly gave me some great advice. And then in regards to Marissa, because we didn't really have any scenes together, um, she was actually filming one of her scenes right before one of mine. And I was just sitting off to the side and, you know, just watching her, the way she prepped before a scene and what she does to really get on point right before the scene begins and right before they call action. To me, that was crazy. You know, it's just like you can see how she prepares and even just watching that, you know, whether or not I had a full-length conversation talking in depth about acting to her doesn't matter because just by watching her, it was like I learned so much. So it was definitely a place to learn and... Everyone was just so nice and so thoughtful, and it was wonderful. Do you think comedy comes comes naturally to you, or does you know is it something that you have to kind of work on? Um, comedy for me has always kind of been my thing. As like a kid, it was just something that it kind of was second nature in a way. Um, so I would say comedy is where I feel comfortable. Although I love drama. I do love drama, and I do love doing drama. So, you know, I don't know. Growing up, I was kind of always called the comedy kid or, you know, like the quirky girl, and that's kind of what people knew me for doing well was my comedy and, um, you know, going in for pilots and reading for the funny teenage girl. So I think, you know, comedy, of course, is something that does come natural to certain people, but at the same time, it is something that's, you know, learned as well you you kind of get an inherent and a quicker nature and timing for comedy when you the more you read scripts and the more experience you gain and like I said also watching other people and just really listening and like hearing the beats. 
Well, on a side note, and this is going to be a little bit of a crazy question, but uh, okay. have you ever considered have, have you ever considered doing stand up at all? Oh, I've never got this question. I have not. Although I do love Tina Fey, and I know she does not technically do stand up, but you know her whole Saturday Night Live writing career and star career on that is awesome. So I don't know if I've ever considered doing stand-up. It's never been a thought in my mind. Improv, most definitely, and sketch comedy for sure, but I don't know. I guess you never know. It could happen. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say this because, you know, I think that a lot of times you get stuck um, with improv that, you know, you, it's just, it's almost comedy with a net because, you have other people you could play off of or, you know, be able to, to pick up the baton if, if you end up dropping it. But mm-hmm. with stand-up, you don't have that net. It's all you up on stage. It's like doing a, I would say almost, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit different than doing a, 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 a solo dialogue, a, a, a solo uh, solo piece on um, on stage. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think that, you know, even if just for once or twice to, to, to test, you know, what it's like to, you know, um, A, be able to to be able to you know, work without a net, and, and B, um, also to kind of test your writing, writing skills and see, you know, um, kind of where your writing skills set. Um, it might be interesting totally. for you to do at some point. So, and, yeah, uh, no, that's you know, a cool I'm, idea. So I'll, I'll put, that, put, that, put that idea into your head, so... Thank you. I appreciate that. I'll definitely be thinking about it from now on. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about the music and, 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 the, and the song that just came out, Gravity. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, about the song and uh, how it came about. Okay. So, basically, I really had this urge uh, last year, which was my senior year in high school, to just kind of do everything that I wanted to do before graduation. And I just felt like it was my, you know, last time living at home and last time being with my family. You know, I might as well go for something that I hadn't gone for before. So by chance, my manager actually introduced me to a music producer. And the first time we ever ended up meeting, we wrote an entire song. And we were like, wow, we definitely mesh well together. So we kind of talked, you know, following that. And we decided that we were going to write my EP. And so over the course of six months of me just saying, you know what, let's just go for it and, you know, let's just do this. And it might be a little crazy and, you know, I've never done this before, but we might as well go for it. So over the course of six months on and off, we wrote and recorded and produced my four-track EP. And it was a lot of fun and it was wild and long hours and, a crazy experience, but it was super fun. And I think the whole idea for even writing my music really just came from me wanting to kind of go for my last chance at doing something, you know, with security of like being at home and being around my normal routine with my friends and family. And so that's really what like urged me to start writing. And then my specific song, Gravity, it kind of talks about the connection that you have with a certain person and how no matter where you are or what you're doing everybody else becomes a blur and that that person is the only person that you can see and that you can feel in the room and it's just kind of about that like gravitational pull you have with someone yeah I mean 
you know, was there is there any uh, interest coming into this? I mean, what what kind of music did you listen to growing up? Um, and uh, kind of one of some of the people that you have on your iTunes or your uh, your iPad, yeah. iPod. Well, music has always been a huge part of my life, and especially as a dancer, you know, we use music all the time, and I would be at dance rehearsal five times a week, you know, listening to all different sorts of music and with all the different styles of dance that I did. So I listened to such a mix of of music, but something that I loved growing up was Christina Aguilera, just for her kind of more, like, grungy and edgy style. You know, she was such a small girl, such a huge voice, and I just always loved how she did things that were a little different than the norm, especially in, like, the middle of her career. So I always listened to her. And, you know, I don't know. I loved all sorts of people. I love, I mean, the people that I have on my iTunes now is just such a range. You know, I can go from Haim and Sam Smith to Beyonce or, uh, you know, I don't know. There's so many, like, little bands I love and then, like, huge pop stars. So it's really a range for me. I love all sorts of styles and Anything really that sounds good to me. It doesn't matter if it's known or not. I I'll like it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 a really great time to be a, a fan of music because you do have that access to everything. You know. Oh, absolutely um, everything. And everyone's making music now. You know, in their garage, mm-hmm. in their backyard. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's it's interesting to to hear a lot of the artists that that come to my show and. Um, listen to their what they're doing, you know, um, and they're trying to to make an impact their own way. Um, totally, you you especially have have been, you know, you know your song. I think, um, you know, does does impact people in a little different way than than maybe some of the other songs may. So, um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. To you know, to to kind of you know shoot up the charts as um, in the next coming months. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 great it's great to be able to 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 have worked on like a, a piece like that. I mean, um, mm-hmm. kind of after the experience, you know, you obviously learned a lot from going into the studio and and singing. Mm-hmm. What was probably the one thing that you were surprised about going into the studio? Hmm. Okay, let let me think about this. One thing I was surprised about. Um, I would have to say. You know, I don't know. Writing music is so different than anything else because there's so many different ways you can do it. And there's no set routine or set pattern or, you know, there's no guidelines for how to write a song. And, I mean, of course, there's, you you know, you want a chorus and a bridge and all that sort of technical stuff. But when it really comes down to it, you know, anything can truly be a song. You know, art is art. So I think what I found not necessarily most surprising but was just, it kind of blew my mind was, you know, I was working with this producer and it was most of the time just him and I in the room and sometimes we'd invite another writer, another producer or whatnot, but most of the time it was just us two. And what surprised me most was that we would start with this small idea on an acoustic guitar or few keyboards on a piano and it would be, you know, three chords. And all of a sudden we would open up Logic, Power Tools, and would manipulate this and you know mess with this and play with that and all of a sudden it's like this new sound that was that no one's ever heard before and it's just crazy how you know technology enables you to do that take a simple piano chord or a simple guitar chord and just transform it into something completely different manipulate it to you almost whatever sound that you're kind of envisioning in your head so 
for me, that was just something so mind-blowing because it's definitely not something easy to do. You know, it takes a lot of work and experience, but it was just insane to watch something so small be turned into, you know, this sound that I heard in my head. It's kind of like when you envision something in your mind and then it comes to life, but it's like I heard the sounds in my head and then the next thing I hear them and it's my song, you know? So it's just like, it's crazy. That's kind of funny because you said that something so small could be so, you know, could be so, so, so big. Basically, it's true. Um, yeah, which, basically. Which, yeah, which basically parallels that. I mean, you know, you're you're Lizzie Small, and you know, you're <laughs> um, you're about to you're about to go big. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, but it, you're, it's, I mean, it's just wild what you can do these days, and you know, it's it's definitely also okay. One thing I can say really quickly was. I have sung a lot in my life, but you never know how much your voice is straight and how much you really need to take care of your voice until you're in a studio recording for five hours straight and you're like, wow, this is a workout. So that was a little bit of a shock. So if I ever, you know, go on tour or something or, like, perform a show, I know I'm definitely going to have to do lots of preparation and strength training. <laughs> yeah, now, um, now, what was probably the quickest song on the album that you had to write. I mean, what we you know, time wise, what was probably the the fastest song on on the uh, one to, on the album to write? Oh, um, to be honest, they all took quite a while. And what we would do is we would, you know, write part of a song, and then if we weren't feeling it anymore, we'd leave that, start a new one, and then come back to it. But I would say hmm. the last song off my mm, gravity just flowed from the beginning, but. I would say Burning Fire, which is one of the four songs off my EP. It has so many sounds in it. And on Logic Tools, you can see the the amount of stuff that's physically in the song. And there's just so much in it. And we actually had a, another co-writer come in for that song, too, who we um, worked with. So that definitely was a process, you know. And also when you work with three people who have three different ideas, it's tough, you know, it's really fun and it's great to collaborate and it definitely adds to the process. But, you know, having three different opinions, it's hard to settle on an agreement. And obviously at the end of the day, my say was probably pretty strong because it was my EP, you know, and so it's my music that represents me. But, you know, when you have three different opinions and it's, it turns into a really long process and, you know, it takes time to really get it the way you're hoping. So yeah, I yeah, think Burning Fire took quite a while. Yeah, I mean, a, t- a couple of the bands that I've I've had on the show, and and qu- quite mm-hmm. a few of them were, you know, are are you know one of those ones that have had top forty hits and all that as well. I asked that question, totally. and a lot of them had said that you know sometimes it only takes about ten or fifteen minutes for them to make a song, and usually that's yeah. one of the songs that actually ends up becoming a hit. So um, yeah, exactly. So I was so I was kind of interested in, in in kind of your writing process as well, and hopefully that gets a little bit better to you on the next time around. Um, so, so, um, I know the video is out, um, do we know, what, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, I was just going to say, it's like, sometimes you can sit down for four hours, have no idea, and then five minutes later, you come up with an entire song, and you're like, oh, that came out of nowhere, but it just happens that way, that's kind of how writing works, it's just like, you get these ideas, or, or you have a little block, and then all of a sudden, you have another idea, so it just kind of depends. 
Do you carry a notepad around with you? Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, I write notes on my phone. So, like, when I hear things when I'm walking down the street or, you know, if I'm ever eavesdropping on people's conversations <laughs> um, and I hear something interesting, I kind of, like, will write it down and save it in case I have an idea for a song or I think it's a good lyric or a title or something. Yeah, good. Because I wanted to make sure you yeah. knew you were doing that because a lot of writers do that. Um, yeah. And a lot of people oh, yeah. do that, That's too. Yeah, if they think of a joke, they'll put it down on a, on a piece of paper, too. Oh, totally, um, totally. So, um, so anyway, um, now are the um, now Ravity the video is out. Um, is the single out already? Yeah, it's on SoundCloud under Liz, okay, so. Elizabeth Lizzie Small. So uh, definitely check it out. There. I'm assuming that we're going to get a little bit more wider release coming up as well with that and your other songs. I'm I'm assuming we're going to be getting videos for those uh, other other what three songs that you're going to have on there, or are you just going to do the one? Wait, I'm sorry, what? I didn't hear you. Um, um, the other the other songs on the uh, EP, are we going to get any more videos? Um, that is something we do not know as of right now. So potentially, but that's being kept unknown. Yeah. Well, fingers we'll crossed on that. You probably looked like you had a lot of fun on the video, on the video anyway. Um, so much so, fun, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, now, um, like I said, um, you can follow Lizzie on Twitter at official small, um, yes. and, uh, also on Facebook. How's it, how's it been like yes. for the fans to kind of react to, to the uh, video via social media? Oh, I love it. I mean, I think what's so cool about, you know, doing what you love and putting it out there is just seeing people's reactions and whether or not they're, I mean, for Gravity, it's been pretty great. You know, there's so much positivity and support that I can't be more thankful. But, you know, whether or not it's a critique or a comment or, you know, somebody questioning something or even just saying, oh, I love this song, you know, that's really, like, that makes my day and that makes me feel like what I'm doing is impacting someone. So if I can get a response out of one person, to me, that's what makes me want to keep going and writing more and releasing more and, you know, just putting more stuff out there. So that's honestly, I love it. I love utilizing all the social media we have nowadays just because it is so easy to, you know, tweet or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And seeing people's responses is like what I love and I live for it. So. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, it's a great medium for you to be able to converse with fans and see what they, what they think. Totally. And, um, you know, obviously answer them some of their questions as well. Um, yeah, you know, it'd be great to be able to see you sing, but obviously you're busy with school right now. Um, uh, but yeah. I look forward. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to the, the singles coming out widely, and um, also I, I, I really, I mean, I, I saw the trailer. I, you know, I really do want to go see spare parts in the theaters. I think it's a just like a really oh, great heartfelt story. Um, you it guys can check is. that out in January. So yes. <laughs> definitely January go to the theater 15th. and check it out. Yep. Uh, definitely check it out then. And, um, you know, Lizzie, good, good luck with your uh, finals. Thank you so much. Good luck with the movie, good luck with the songs, and most importantly, happy holidays. Thank you, and thank you for having me, and it was awesome to talk to you. No problem, Lizzie. Anytime, we'll have to have you back on soon. Oh, definitely. Okay, thanks a lot, Lizzie. Okay, thanks. Bye. Okay, bye. That was Lizzie Small, everybody. You can check her out at official, at official Small on Twitter, uh, Lizzie Small on Facebook. 
Um, I look forward to, to seeing spare parts. I saw the trailer. If you guys haven't seen the trailer, look look at look it up. It's a really good trailer. Um, really, really talented cast on there as well. And also look up Lizzie's uh, Lizzie's uh, new video uh, called Gravity. So if you look Lizzie Small Gravity, um, you'll be able to see the video for that as well. Um, and I believe it's on YouTube and a bunch of different other places. So definitely check that out as well. With that in mind, next week we're going to have comedian. Um, we're going to have comedian uh, Nuri Davis. Um, he just had his new album drop. Uh, we're going to be talking to him a little bit about um, de- you know his debut stand-up album, uh, plus a little bit about um, you know a little about comedy and all as well. You know you know me well. I'll be asking some really cool questions about his uh, art um, as being a comedian. So make sure you guys check that out as well. Go to biggestpodcasting.com. You guys can check out what's going on there. Plus a lot of the uh, I just updated the page last week, so. We have a lot of the stuff that we've been missing. Um, I, have, I haven't updated the site for a while. Um, so a lot of our old interviews are up in there for the past couple of months. So you guys can check that out at VegasPodcasting.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SWIB, at SWIB, and somewhere in Vegas on Facebook. We'll see you guys next week, 2 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m., 5 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing a little bit late again. Uh, this time with Nori Davis, comedian, uh, very funny comedian. With that in mind, we'll talk to you next week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.